And we're back. Hey, Lady Ada, what's this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell, a new special edition. We're trying on some new broadcasting. Well, we have a different location. We're not the Ada Food Factory because we have to take care of a kid now. So we're in our tiny New York City apartment, but you can't tell. Which is not that much bigger than the screen, by the way. Like our bed is behind the W yeah. here, and this is my closet. That's the okay. End. Um, but it's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, uh, yeah. and in the background somewhere is Baby Ada. But right now, yeah. it's time for Show and Tell. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to all the Adafruit team members um, who are co-hosting and hosting the Show and Tell. We're still going to rotate some of the team members. Uh, Maker Melissa is going to help us on this one. We're going to bring Melissa on in a second um, because we might have to uh, bounce really fast. We'll see. Uh, and for everyone who's been just keeping an eye on Adafruit, helping us out, doing things over the last couple of weeks, uh, we very much appreciate it. Uh, we're looking forward to a fantastic new year. This lady Ada has been making tons of hardware. Um, I get to see it all, and I'm like, like in the room now, uh, looking at this pile of prototypes. So a lot of we'll cool show things. some of them. But, yeah. Here. So let me first up uh, bring Melissa by. Hey, hey. Melissa, thanks for hey. hosting everything. I no problem. Um, we might have to run out fast. So if we hand you the keys uh, to the the show and tell car, um, you know, gas it up when you're done. Yeah. Uh, so before we bring some folks on, um, what are you working on right now? Uh, I'm actually working on uh, the circuitpython.org site and adding the ability to just kind of go through a little install wizard and install CircuitPython on your board directly on there uh, for the, like the ESP32 boards. Oh, so using like a web tool that you pick, you, you, you navigate to your board and then you say install and it goes? Yeah, like I, I'm taking the code that I done from that web serial ESP tool and um, kind of at, uh, integrating that in so that uh, somebody can easily just install it without having to go through uh, a process. Because for like the uh, ESP32, it's a little bit more involved since you have to kind of go through the REPL to generate like yeah, all the it's not a USB. settings. Yeah. That's cool. Um, the ability to put the right firmware on a board has been hard. It's kind it's of like, hard. it's been like, remember back in the day when you get like a laptop or something and you'd go to like the Dell support site and you'd have this like thing and you you, you could never get the drivers for your printer. You can never, it reminds, it reminds oh, you me You wanted of that. the ethernet driver for the yeah. like FL38621, yeah. but you downloaded the FL38624 and now your motherboard IRQ is screwed up and like, yeah, just erase everything and start over. And that's what it's like with microcontrollers. Yeah. And we look around, we were like, how hard is it for people to get the right firmware on their devices? It's really hard, especially if you have like more than one board. Um, even that's hard. So okay, that's cool. Looking forward to it. Where is um where will folks see the first glimpse of this? Um, I had kind of come up with an iteration today, but uh based on some feedback, I'm uh working on uh redesigning it a little bit here. So Hopefully sometime in like the next week they can start oh, seeing cool. something. Okay. Um, and I'll probably put in a newsletter for folks to try out and it'll probably be a blog post and more. So, all right. Hey. Thanks so much. Okay, Jeff, um, let's stick around. Jeff, what you got Hello. going on? Well, this is um, something that is really easy, um, really simple, but you have to actually do it. So I just wanted to share how, how excited I am that I finally got around to doing this. So I've got a, a KB2040 and uh, a time of flight sensor here. So it's an I2C bus going over Stemma QT. And uh, this isn't actually the one that I'm debugging. It's a different microcontroller. But I wanted to look at kind of the low level of the I2C bus in my logic analyzer. 
And I realized there's this connector here. You know, normally I would get this out and I'd stick it on a breadboard and run some wires to hook it up to the logic analyzer. But I realized I can just use these, I can just make a custom plug-in four by two header using these guys from the store. And then uh, this is a non-standard, it's the, the Stemma QT size, wrong colors that came out to female headers. And so you just pop them out and then you have an end that looks like this guy here. And then you stick them in the housing in the right way. You just need three out of the four wires because you're not sending power from here to here. And then it's super easy just to debug whichever I squared C device and host that you want because it's just one more connection on your stomach QT bus. And they're they always have two. So and just... they always have two. So you can daisy chain them. Although, yeah, um, it, you could get that one with five if you needed it that JP was showing. Um, but yeah, I just feel like this is going to be a tool that I'm going to get out a lot and plug it in whenever I'm working with this, this uh, stuff. And the next thing I want to do is um, I lost one of my probes. This is what the original uh, manufacturer connection looked like. I've misplaced one of them. And I'm like, wait, I can just make my replacement. The colors won't match uh, what the user interface shows. But these the housings and the, the, the wires are just really handy to build something up that is a little more self-contained. And, and the other thing was, if you've got a hot air station, use it on your uh, shrink tubing. It works real good. Oh, yeah. No, no dealing with lighters like I did, like somebody who didn't even think about it. No, that's just, it's just, that's like the old school hardcore way, but the right way to do it is in fact, use a hot air station. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's all I got. But I mean, for me, it's life-changing. Hey, it's just like the tired, wired, tired, lighter, wired, hotter. <laughs> well, I just love that. That's, that cable looks really handy. It's true. Like every time I do about the iceboard C, like I, I yank out the probe things and I'm like, and the clippy things, like they don't quite grab on. Yeah. This no, those things, I don't know. They don't like me either. Yeah. They're great for like, if you happen to have an SOIC chip, but anything else they're like, they're, mm -hmm. or, or like mail headers, but everything else is a little iffy. Yeah. So I will, I will be making a cable like that too. That is a good idea. All right. Also constantly debugging iceboard C stuff. All right. All right, walk off. That's what I got. Yeah. Great idea, yeah. Maybe like an ice spy one would be cool too. To yeah, how many pins does that spy? need? Ice spy has like 17 pins. But yeah, the display, uh, you don't the need display to itself doesn't have that many. Yeah. You right. You don't need to use all of them to interface with spy. You could just use a few off the breakout. Yeah. You could use that. Well, you'd want the eight channel. Yeah. I mean, this does have eight channels. You'd need to use both of the, oh, of oh, the oh. headers. Well, you know what else you could do maybe when you look at this Pico? I hope to be block. showing that off sometime soon. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. We know Scorpio has the power. All right. Well, this is, I feel like we're building up to it. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah, Scorpio. Y'all have a good night. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Jeff, and Happy New Year, Jeff. And that was your edition of Jet Packs. <laughs> All right. Next up, we're going to go to Pedro. Hey, Pedro, Pedro, Happy New Year. What's going on? Hey, Happy New Year. I was supposed to be off, but hey, I can't miss your guys' back back. We're supposed to be off too, but you know what are you going to do? Yep. <laughs> so there it goes. Just wanted to do a quick sneak peek of uh, next week's project. It is the Pico W running um, Whippersnapper. And it's just a nice little simple yeah. case that uh, Brent requested. It is a wall mounted case. So instead of uh, doing like drilling into the wall, it just mm -hmm. uses command hooks. So. It's cool. You have access to Ooh, the um, nice. yeah the prototype area in the back, and you have space for two um, sensors, and then the uh, little reset button on the side there, and the big old uh, uh, fillet for that, and then access to the um, Stemma and the how to power it. A nice little case for that. 
And then uh, no project this week, but uh, we did upload the year in review. So all of our favorite projects from last year. And of course, uh, we're going to show that on Ask an Engineer. Yeah, yeah. So the, my favorite one from last year, uh, besides the iBook, because my wife doesn't want to give it up. <laughs> She's using it right now. Uh, I think we posted it like two weeks ago. I think you guys saw yeah. it. It's the 3D printed the iBook thing with the, our case that we have in the shop. And then the other one is, of course, what just finally released. This isn't it. This is the one that we 3D printed. It's just the little Lola bot that was, uh, yeah, that was hyped so up cool. about. Yeah, and they just released it. So uh, definitely like, oh, cool. Good thing I made my own. Didn't have to you know, wait forever for that one. No. Yeah. Nice little okay. Python-powered little uh, droid. <laughs> well, it's a real droid. You can actually program it, you know, whereas the one from true. the official no, you, can't we program I don't, it. I don't think you can. <laughs> um, someone asked me what Whippersnapper was, and I tried to give an analogy instead of like, because it's a no-code way to do IoT projects, but, which is like, even that sounds complicated. I know. But what, I, what I've said is, you know how you've always wanted to have something just like email you when there's a leak somewhere? Well, you can do that without any code and you can just kind of put these two things together and it just does that because there's all these like little tiny things that there's not something that does it and this does and you could just do it kind of like circuit python when you plug in a board it just exactly. shows up as usb it's like oh like it's that easy we still want to make things easier so um i'm hoping the um Whippersnapper with pico gets a lot of folks making iot projects yeah definitely so yeah that'll come out on next week yeah. Thank you so much and happy new year. Happy new year. All right, JP, thanks for doing not only um, the show, some show and tells, but ask a JP engineer. So. Sure, it was loads of fun. Thanks for uh, letting me uh, do weird stuff on a different night. It was entertaining. Well, that's why you're here. All right, yeah. let's show some weird stuff. All right, so weird stuff. Uh, first of all, I, I showed this on my uh, product pick of the week yesterday, but I just have to show it again because I'm so happy with the little hub for. <laughs> A little passive hub for hooking up your um, Stemma QT quick stuff. And I made a funny little uh, sort of standoff airplane of four sensors to plug into a cutie pie here. And I kind of want to make a whole fleet of these things, a little armada of, of pluggable stuff. Um, but this is, you know, we've seen a few iterations of people doing uh, how do we get away from big bulky breadboards and and or soldering and uh, with these little quick and stem QT connectors and the um, fairly standard form factors of, of these, we do have a pretty neat Lego-y type of setup here that I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, and then the other thing I want to show you is this. So I built one of these, I don't know if you've seen these in your Instagram feed, I built one of these models Oops. Wait, which, 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 um, which screen do you want me to go to you or your overhead? Uh, the, the, uh, big screen share there would be good. Oh, this one? No. This that one. one. Yep. Yeah. Okay, great. Sorry. We were right, like, we're, you're looking at, but I... <laughs> okay. So this is a model I built, uh, for my wife for Christmas. It's, it's just a kit that has a bazillion little parts that you pop out that are laser cut. Um, and oh, oh, wow. we blew them together for about, they claim six to eight hours, but I think it was more like 40 hours. You <laughs> yeah, that was not a 16-hour project. Little wow. books in here and everything. Oh. Uh, and they're really neat. They use some neat tricks to, to give them depth. There's like a little mirror in there. Um, and, and, and it came out great, but it's, uh, and it's meant to go on your bookshelf among books. So it's like a little secret place. Oh, um, secret, fact, yeah. yeah. I think Jen Schachter kind of invented this idea with some laser cut models she did uh, a while ago and, and uh, posted on Instructables and um, 
and some some other places. But uh, these are commercially available kits. They're not that expensive. It just is expensive in terms of your time. Uh, but it's got a little battery pack back here. Um, and there's about three or four little LED lights. You can see see one yeah. in the roof there. And, and uh, I kind of want to improve the lighting in there and maybe allow it to be um, controlled on a timer, um, not have AA batteries that'll just die after a while and maybe do some little flickering and stuff. So that may be something I just do sort of as a fun little side project is, is fix the lighting. I wouldn't change anything else about it. It's, it's, a, it's a lovely little kit, but- uh, That might actually be a good project. You know, we have those little um, oh, 603 LEDs on wires, which could be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And those could, th you know, that's kind of what this is designed for models, or you could, if you want to have, I mean, it's kind of, it looks like a Victorian house. So I don't think the, yeah. the nude lights would be good because that would be more of like, only a, if there's like a steampunk experiment going on. Yeah, like, like Sherlock here joins the, yeah. Hey, Sherlock's on a copyright. You do it every yeah. morning. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> so anyway, that was, uh, I'd been curious. I'd been seeing these things in my feed and I was like, you know what? Yeah. That might be a fun thing to, I was really high from the paper glue for a long time there in November, though, man. You ever get paper glue that's meant for paper projects? Because I guess it doesn't, like, seep through like Elmer's. And, man, that stuff was noxious. I really had to uh, I had to vent ventilate that stuff out. My, um, and uh, Well, that's, yeah. that's part of the fun. That's part of the Christmas magic. Do not magic. let this <laughs> tiny room take you out, JP. Maybe that's why it took so long. I was, like, moving at half glue speed. I don't know. Uh, anyway, dollhouse miniatures are seeing you know we saw a lot of like christmas displays that were like dollhouse miniature yeah. things very... miniatures are so fun I, and i haven't i've never built a little uh, pre-made kit like this before I, I you have to love someone a lot to build it for them though because it's it's a yeah, it's it's a lot. Lot. yeah this is it's books every single one of those is like a little laser cut thing and a cut out mm -hmm. piece of paper that you wrap around and hold down oh, God. it's like a bazillion of those little books but this is extremely cool i mean this is they're gonna have this forever yeah yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, well, um, yeah, maybe let's um let's put a, a cutie pie in there and we'll make it. I think make the lights turn on and off. Maybe. What's neat is when you see this, you know, there's someone at Disney watching our show and telling them like, oh, we can make a haunted mansion version of this. Oh, please and do, so, yeah, right? right? Like oh. this is yeah. So whatever makers you're doing idea. on weekends, uh, don't say that because Corey Doctor is going to watch the show and he's going to make JP build him one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do the neat little peppers, a miniature Pepper's ghost. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, see. This is great. I would love to make some miniatures oh. of some of those effects. If they, there you if, go. Oh, there you ooh, go. Have your own pocket, pocket imagineer. All right. Now I know what I'm doing for 2023. You do a little tiny, like, you know, Hall of Presidents. Hello. Oh. Projection mapping stuff. Yeah. All right. Tiny, tiny, right. tiny scale. Now, I just took away 40, 40 hours of your life. Now we know. Now we know where I'll be and what I'll be doing. All right. <laughs> Coming soon. A bunch of tutorials from JP on the little tiny. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, JP. Happy New Year. Yeah. Thanks again for helping us out. You Enjoy. bet. Happy New Year, awesome. you guys. Yay. Congratulations again. Yay. Happy New Year. All right. All right. Next, next up, up is 223 Puppy. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, so I have um, been work hard at work on this, the e-fidget. Um, the LEDs are on. Let me fix that so it doesn't go crazy. Um, it is uh, the haptic feedback fidget spinner that I've been working on for, I don't know, since like September, August. And it's, like I said, it's a fidget spinner, has vibration motors on the back. And you want us to show your, your face more than the computer? Uh, yeah, I think, I think okay. right now. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, it's, um, basically just a yeah. cool device to help you kind of 
let out your like distraction. I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, and what's the chiplets on there? Is there a chip? Uh, RP2040. Okay. And it actually just got immersion to CircuitPython today. So oh, really oh, is this going to be a CircuitPython board? Yes. Oh, Sorry, cool. I, I can't talk. No, yeah, um, I just added it to Circuit, or I mean, just merged it into CircuitPython. Right, yeah, that was you, well. Melissa. Awesome. We'll just, yeah. we'll ask you questions. So it looks like yeah. there's a battery in the center, and then yep. how do you spin it? Um, there's uh, three little six millimeter push buttons, and you just press one of those. And it wouldn't be very easy to see, but I mean, I'll do it anyways. And then you just, if it's, it's like, like the motors make it vibrate around. Yeah, it, there's eight of them and they go on and off in a circle. That's and really nice and tactile. Is this yeah. the first electronic fidget spinner? I, this is the first, yeah, this is the first one that uses tactile feedback, which I really yeah, like. Right? Yeah, and I mean, somewhere around my room is version one. And that, the MOSFETs weren't, couldn't handle the current of the motors. Mm. I just picked this, picked the MOSFETs based on rated current and not rated power dissipation oh yeah well you learn a lot as an engineer that's a big yep. that's a big lesson so the code is in circuit python of course so um can you share my code screen oh yeah 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 no problem and um, um who's the one who merges these things in so you're, you're talking yeah. to the source yes. so i've got some things that so I, i've got the oh i didn't show the neopixels right there are three little reverse mounted neopixels sorry i'm all out of source today cool um oh well, there they go. Ooh. So uh, you have the motors defined here. They're PWMable buttons and some button initialization code. The rainbow wheel code I totally copied from the Uber guide. Sorry. No, you should. That's what it's there for. Yeah. You have a copy button. Yeah. Yeah. There's a copy button. It's true. Yeah. Um, and then I have the function for spinning it. And the idea is it kind of feels like a click. So it's like a very short pulse of the motor. And it does work. It's very hard to demonstrate because it's a fidget, but it does yeah. work. But people can make their own. And there's also the yeah, and that's that's the other cool thing. It's it's completely open source hardware, so it has a it has a breathe mode, so you can like try to breathe to it, and it helps. It's like guided breathing, mm. main loop, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And I I it's kind of my ideal fidget, and I'm I'm hopeful that other people like it too. But I mean. I've shared it with a few friends, and they they all seem to think it would yeah, help them. You can so. also remix it and build around. Yeah. Um, if you remember, drop me in a PT datafruit.com. I'll make sure we get it in the newsletter and and get the word out on it. This is all right. Thank you. All right. Yay. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Great. Happy Thank you. Happy New Year. Nice work with your project. Yeah. Thank you. That was cool. Someone okay. finally made a electronic fidget spinner. Okay. All right. So I, what I think I'm going to do is I, what I mentioned before, Melissa. We're going to bounce to set up for Ask an Engineer. Okay. And how about you take care of the next three folks and we'll just watch to make sure that you're out and then we'll start asking engineer for the folks that just tuning in. We're doing a slightly different setup. We just had a kid. So we're like kind of like mushing all the shows into our bedroom um, <laughs> and, and uh, multitasking at the same time. So we just need a couple of minutes to set up. So thank you so much, okay. everybody. Have a good new year, Melissa. And thank you, Melissa, for taking, taking take it from here. Oh, you're welcome. Um, let me get rid of me. Have a happy new year. Yay. Whoops. That wrong, wrong button. <laughs> okay. Hello. Happy New Year. Uh, so what project do you have to show today? Hey, Melissa. Uh, I've got a little uh, BFF 5x5. Five five. Um, oh, okay. I've got a little, it's a micro switch. It's a, a limit switch. 
and a piezo that's all kind of attached to the back. And uh, it works as a little, uh, I call it the one-armed bandit, but it's a mini slot machine. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, and yeah, it even has sound. I love it. Yeah, so I got the sound. Light and sound goes so well together. It's it's the addiction. And so I'm using uh, the Python set property just to check that final line. I'm recording that, and then on there is a, a winning kind of animation. If I do get, uh, at this point, it's just if there's two or less colors. So there it is. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. So it's all kind of wired up. Um, I'm using the original Cutie Pie. So it's kind of limited as to uh, memory. There's no extra flash or anything. Uh, yeah. I think uh, the original one, uh, you could put a little memory chip on it to expand the I flash. I think so. I took the challenge and I just did this as kind of a, a double loop, doing all the matrix math, figured out how to. Uh, do the columns there's only one single reel so the color um, gets basically offset by each one and that's kind of what it, the animation is um, it's offsetting oh, okay. each of these reels um, by one it looks really good yeah and it's super fun and uh, one of the other things is I did the did use the debounce library so like a, a one-arm bandit it's actually the return so I'm looking for the rise on the the limit switch. Um, just a little thing that makes it a little more casino-like. I don't know if this is something that JP wants to put in his uh, his little apartment there in the bookshelf, the D-class. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> Las Vegas it up. But uh, yeah, that's my project. It's a lot of fun. I was tinkering with the, the matrix math and the double loop. So cool. real fun. Um, yeah, just want to say thank you. Yeah. Um, Adafruit, for... all the folks who documented it. Uh, welcome back, Lamore PT. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for stopping by and sharing. Thank and you. Happy New Year. You too. Hi, how are you? Hello, Melissa. How's it going? Good. Uh, could you turn? I think your volume's a little bit on the low side. I can just talk louder. Is that? Yeah, I can hear you a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe it's coming from a different microphone than you expect. But uh, I have my uh, Space Mouse uh, hot keypad for Fusion 360. It oh, is wow. a ton of uh, it's six by six keys. Uh, I use the um, Neo key for the top ones up here. The bottom oh. I wired because I originally it's a couple pieces. And I just had originally a flat piece on this side. And then once I kind of got the feel of it, I built this part with the hotkeys. And I had a broken space mouse, so I kind of gave it a second life and added hotkeys. I'm using a KMK for the uh, firmware on it and a KB2040 um, microcontroller. Looks really good. It looks yeah. like something you'd buy um, at, uh, yeah, at a consumer a level dactyl that i was able to fusion 360 and kind of added a ton of stuff especially with the space mouse and the the bottom grip and it's really handy for when i'm doing my uh, little fusion 360 models 
And because uh, I hate, you know, take my hands off, moving it, bringing it back, moving it, bringing it back. And it works out really good. And some um, the space mouse I plumbed into the KB2040. So it just uses um, one uh, power station instead of running power to both uh, parts. Cool. Yeah. That, that's really good. Uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, stopping by and sharing that. Happy, happy New Year. Hi. Um, hey. You are the last one here. So. Yeah, I finally got in here to. So we got another keyboard project. Oh, yeah? But this one's a little older. Hmm. This is the keyboard off of Osborne 1. Oh, wow. Okay. But the keyboard interface on the Osborne is just raw access to the keyboard matrix underneath. So I've got a Feather 32 and a custom PCB just to map the pins around. Oh, okay. And and now I have a Bluetooth keyboard from 1981. <laughs> is that uh, running? Uh, what is it running for the software? Uh, QMK is the firmware oh, okay. in there. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, they did all the hard work. I just mapped <laughs> some pins and it works. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I know Jeff has been doing a bunch of those kind of keyboards as well. Yeah, that was so. huge and chunky and. There's actually enough room in this case to hide the entire cable and microcontroller if I wanted. But Are you using that with your computer? Yeah, I've got it paired to my laptop here. Uh, oh, nice. I lent it to a student worker. I think he had it paired to a Mac. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I nice. had it paired to an M1 iMac to play with. And yeah, it's an old noisy keyboard. It oh, works. Wow, cool. <laughs> Uh, thank you for stopping by and sharing that. Yep. And have a happy new year. Happy new year. And I think that is it for show and tell. Uh, stick around for uh, Ask an Engineer that starts in a few minutes. Uh, and I'll be with Lady Ada and PT. And that starts at uh, 8 o'clock. Um, Eastern time. And thanks for watching.